What's up, friends? Talking show with Michal is back. I'm back. One man, wolf pack, party of giraffes, whatever that means. I will give you commercials. Right, right away, I'm going to say I'm spo- sponsored by not being sponsored. And this commercial is highlighting the logic of this of today world. Did you vaccinate? Double shot yourself. And now you're looking into boosters? Yes. Booster the booster. Most likely you will not be a terrorist, racist, and also for sure you will save the world because saving the world is taking some sort of injection from people that have an interest in that. And that's called saving the world. Ha 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 ha. Look into it, follow the money. Commercial is over. Hopefully I'm supporting the better cause. Definitely not saving the world. Anyway, today I'm going to talk about two books that I read. Uh, rec- uh, one book I just finished and another book I read over the summer. And also I might also talk about my situation after COVID. You know, let me actually let me start with the books. So. I have two book recommendations that definitely made huge impact over my understanding, view and perspective of reality of the world in recent months. So the first book I want to talk about is David Goggins, You Can't Hurt Me. That book right away, I'm going to say, if you're looking for some sort of uh, motivation uh, to get your to get you moving, to get you doing something that you would desire, you would like to do, or you have some sort of goals, but you don't have uh, enough motivation, you cannot conjure up the energy. David Goggins' bo- book, his book is definitely the best motivational book I ever read, hands down. I read a lot of great motivational books, but David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me is not even in the same ballpark. It's un- outstanding. What uh, and I'm not gonna discuss the book in detail because I would like you to uh, buy buy it and read it for yourself. And once again, if you're looking to s- uh, to like light a fire under your ass, this is the book to take to to read. To uh, you know, this is the motivation, in my opinion. For me, the book really resonated with me, and I uh, and it really made an impact. Why? Because uh, I did like I knew who David Goggins was, and I knew he was doing crazy stuff, physically running like ultra marathons, all this sort of stuff. But I always thought he's doing that as a career, so he's like a fitness person as a career. And I had no idea he went to army, he, he was a SEAL, and I didn't really know his uh, upbringing either. So the most impressive, so basically the whole book is extremely impressive in my opinion. If you ever uh, call like a regular person a superhuman, David Goggins is the, the guy to call him a superhuman because undoubtedly the stuff that he talks about in the book it seems unreal, literally impossible, and even till right now, I'm kind of thinking like, is this for real? You know, it's outstandingly 
the feats that he, you know, the things that he accomplishes uh, and he talks about, it's unbelievable, but, uh, you know, really outstanding. But once again, I, I want you to read the book. That's why I'm not discussing specific things. Another thing is his upbringing. He went through a lot of, a lot of bad shit from racism, through adversity, through family issues. And, you know, even like I was saying, racism and all this sort of stuff. Uh, when he was growing up, he was literally yet another statistic. And it would seem that he would just go into the world of uh, whatever it is, drugs, crime, uh, jail, whatever, you know. But it, it, it really seemed when he was growing up that there's not going to be much, uh, you know, he never really going to make make it to be you know like a sup uh, like a successful person right the thing is he refused at some point because uh, that's another thing he went through many spectrums of his life from you know being going through turmoil as a kid then uh doing things but failing pretty badly and go going through depression being overweight and then eventually uh making drastic changes and really getting his life together and you know stepping up his game to another level to a level that is hard to imagine and what also is very um really great about the book is that he gives you he breaks down his thought process so he breaks down how he approached his turmoil, how he approached uh, places of insecurity, how he goes through, uh, let's say we all think we have a ceiling of performance, ceiling of um, even attitude, mentality. Many people, uh, you know, I speak from my own experience that basically a lot of times when I attempt something and the going gets too hard, Either I fail or sometimes even become a victim. Although I gotta say, I always refuse to be a victim. In my opinion, if you have a victim's mentality, that right away you know exactly what you need to work on, not to have a victim's mentality. Another thing he just talks about, how he approached his life in general and how he made it. And also he dissects his thought process through all of this and in my opinion that is a pure gold if you looking to really change your life or get your life on track or maybe even exceed your sac success that you already achieved this is the book and you know he is a person that he's uncommon amongst uncommon people and that alone that statement alone can tell you that uh, the book and his mentality alone the perspective of his mentality and you know understanding of his perspective is pure gold and whatever if you're not into being motivated changing your life don't read that book but if you are into must read 100 percent undoubtedly and yeah uh, i just lost a tr tr train of thought I, I wanted to say something else about the guy um shit i forgot i i apologize 
for that as I was speaking I lost the train of thought what I exactly I, I, I had another idea that I want to express about him um, yeah but uh, let me go back to the victim right uh, one of the things that uh, the victim oh now I I got it what another very good thing about the book and that basically re resonated with me uh, immensely is because he didn't write the book himself but the book was written through his narration let's say through his thoughts and basically somebody else wrote it for him but he oversaw the process and the way the book is written you literally feel like he's talking to you in the book and also in a way that you kind of his minds kind of can uh, his thoughts i'm sorry his thoughts can uh, kind of as you read the book his thoughts can literally transfer into your thoughts and it's a very in my opinion it's sort of like a first person account of his mentality of his thought process and that alone once again one of the best books i ever read about motivation and overall one of the best books period you know it's uh also the book is very you know it's very uncensored and it's very pure and now you know he doesn't really hide too much you know he talks about pretty much everything from his strengths to to his weakness weaknesses and that's one of the things that in my opinion all motivation books books need you need to kind of expose yourself and he definitely exposes himself and he shows you that although he's a very strong individual you know literally uncommon am amongst common uh, uncommon so he's like not even within one percent of po population he's probably you know one percent of one percent and he breaks it down for you how he achieved it how he approached it and how he keeps up that sort of lifestyle one thing that i gotta say he is a person that's an outlier and not many people will even want to do what he really want uh, what he does but you can once again you can get so many golden rules of understanding uh, from that book uh, outstanding whatever the book costs it's a bargain you know even if the book would cost like that book would cost a thousand dollars it would be worth it so yeah that's uh, basically all i want to say another thing that i would want to kind of touch on with mentality and myself because recently thanks to that book i realized that i used to think i do enough of productivity but after re reading that book i, I realized my productivity is nowhere near enough uh, although i always do things and you know i try to make things happen i'm definitely not productive enough definitely not prolific with uh doing things i need to be doing for example i need to get better at writing and spelling english and right away after reading that book i uh, i've been you know like i i have a book about grammar i'm reading it through and i'm gonna read it two or three times in a row back to back i'm writing i'm reading 
I'm being more prolific with my videos, more pro more prolific with my photography. But not only that, I'm actually thinking it through. How can I use those tools to my advantage? I'm also brainstorming how I can set up my life in order, you know, to have a routine. Because also one of the biggest things in life is to have a positive routine. There are negative routines, but if you have a positive routine, your life can become to a degree effortless. But at, at the same time, one of the biggest premises of the book and also what I didn't know I was missing is that you really need to put in the effort and whatever it is, sweat, uh, writing books, ma making things happen, uh, whatever, performing, whatever is your gig, or even working, you know, even if you want to buy a house, and, you know, you're like, oh, shit, I got to work for 20 years to buy a house. But if you organize your life in a way that you can maximize everything and maybe get a second job or a part-time job, this and that, you can get that house in half the time or even one third of the time you just need the effort and mental mindset to do it that's basically all i have to say about the book i i can talk about the book i'll uh, quite a bit probably for like an hour you know just breaking down the things he talks about would be yeah it would be a podcast by itself but once again i don't want to break it break the book down too much because i really want you people whoever is listening to buy the book and read it because it can change your life and it changed my life and you know i realized that once again the the you know there is levels to everything and i realized i'm not putting in enough work nowhere near you know whatever i thought was sufficient for david that would be like morning coffee type of thing so basically in a day he is more productive than I am productive in probably a month. So think about it. If not, even more. I actually have another book that I want to talk, talk about, and that book is completely on another spectrum. It's a philosophical book, and the name of the book is Beyond Good and Evil, and I'm going to tell you the author. Finally, I do have an author's name. Just give me one second. So... The author is Frederick Nietzsche. You spell that his first name Frederick is F-R-I-E-D-R-I-C-H and his last name is N-I-E-T-Z-S-C-H-E. He's probably one of the most known German philosophers of uh, late 1800s. I think he died in very early 1900s. And basically, this book is more of a memoir of his thoughts, ideas over certain years. And the book is titled Beyond Good and Evil. And he talks about the times he was living in in a philosophical perspective and he talks about how he sees the world and right away I'm going to tell you in my opinion it's very crazy because in my opinion the book reflects so right before bef so the book was written late 1800s 
early 1900s and it was very close before World War One started and what's super perplexing to me is that the way he describes society, people, science, politics, it mirrors situation of today. And I'm going to emphasize, it was very close before World War One, and now we might be close before another conflict, World War Three, New World Order, conflicts between countries, maybe, you know, terrorism, whatever. That alone broke my mind. And also what he talks about if and i'm not and i'm not even manipulating his words he truly says that that he says like scientists and statisticians are scum of the earth and they are weak people that never were able to make anything of themselves but uh, so they became somebody's um how do you describe so he says that those people are weak-minded people that are basically bought and paid for and they will do anything they can to have a financial gain and they have no character uh, and you know like he, like i said he literally calls them scum of the earth the same thing he he talks about politicians and also even philosophers and all of that he talks about a lot of hypocrisies of society even when he talks about morals he uses word morals as an excuse to do evil so the way i understood it maybe he had a uh, the exp his explanation he might have meant something else but the way i understood it he was saying that even word like morals is basically a convenient word to excuse somebody's tyranny and they say oh it's a moral thing to do long story short it is very perplexing that uh, right before world war one people so in his description he was saying that average people are more confused than ever they have no idea they have no identity they basically are blind followers and once again politics science st uh, statistician news all this sort of stuff it, it, it is basically tools to confuse people divide people and there is not much coherent true honest in information and perspective at reality once again if you look into today's time basically that's a mirror image of what's going on right now all over the world once again like i've been saying many times i don't want to scare people not my point is not about scaring people but i i do realize that whatever's going around us is straight up evil tyrannical bullshit and i just want to speak up about it even if I get in trouble, whatever, I want to speak up about it because I know if enough people going to get, you know, fed up with this and at least speak up about it, there is actually a chance of getting out. There is a small chance of getting out of this weird predicament. And we, the people, we can do this and we can get out of this, but we need to realize 
and also be confident we cannot be timid you know one of the words that he uses a lot that in in his times people are timid so they have no confidence they have no self-worth self-understanding type of stuff and that's what's happening today you know uh, and maybe it's not exactly maybe it's not like a exact exact mirror image but in in his book he talks about all the division you know it, it right now is more of let's say division between races the division between gay and straight uh, transgender this and that uh there is no woman <laughs> there is no gender <laughs> think about it there is no gender and booster shot yourself for eternity and yeah uh, nobody's gaining from it for sure and you're just gonna booster shot for eternity it makes sense logic all, all the way and that's the thing so uh, society in the early 1900s looked very similar to society of today the difference we have now is technology and also what i'm saying is that today's people are basically distracted they don't really pay attention to anything they're distracted by technology they're distracted by their bullshit they're distracted by their own narcissism and also you know diet lifestyle and perspective on existence also let's say if we talk about uh, millennials all those people you know they think virtuously not logically and critically uh not not too much retrospective thinking it's a lot of uh it's a lot of emotion soy boy type of mentality but also what i'm trying to get to this today technology and impact you know through technology our minds are very much influenced influence shaped also lack of movement uh, lack of exercise lack of you know just your own self-belief self-understanding there is always somebody telling you you know you need to listen to fact checkers you need to listen to experts you need to listen to scientists and you cannot have your own mind strong opinion and either you fit into group thinking mentality or you're going to be crucified till eternity or if not crucified everybody going to think that you have nothing to say but once again questioning the situation is like principles of science and somehow people are not following principles of science but they're following the scientific ideas as religion once again upside down world i don't really want to repeat the things i've been saying uh, for over literally almost two years now seeing this coming i have seen this iceberg coming and I'm not trying to show off I'm, and I'm not trying to be condescending. What I'm trying to say, it really, truly is time to wake up because we are in a weird time. And the longer we pretend nothing is happening, the worse we will suffer. That's it, period. Another aspect ab about this book, uh, what perplexes me a lot, and it also has, uh, it's uh, connected with technology and today time, so back in the day, the way the guy wrote, uh, the way he writes his narrative, his language is extremely complex, at least for me, you know, uh, English is not my uh, first language, but I, I am quite articulate and I do understand a lot of complex words, but the way he wrote the book, I had to pretty much 
read every single page of the book with a dictionary in order to understand it. And the idea that I'm trying to convey here is that if you look, uh, if you think about the modern advances and everything, most people assume or think that we are way more advanced than people in the past. But the way I see today modern existence and I start reading older books, older older content, you know, 100 years, 200 years back, 500 years back, those people, educated people that had some sort of um, understanding of, you know, grammar and good thought process, they were actually ad more advanced than us. They, they had way more complex language. They knew how to use language uh, literally as an art. Today, we just damning us, uh, ourselves to an emojis and look at me I'm pretty might delete later obviously I'm generalizing but it really you know the human consciousness is going down as we speak and another thing that also perplexes me the human understanding uh, in the past in my opinion p general people and obviously mostly educated people higher you know like higher perspective people they had way better understanding, they had way better grammar, they also had like uh, way stronger confidence, like self-confidence, self-understanding, self-perspective. Uh, they were not timid, they uh, also people of some sort of deeper understanding, critically thinking people, they very much understood their environment, they very much understood what is good for them what is bad for them they would see the hypocrisies of existence very well and they would also understand the universe in such such a deeper perspective than we do once again we just are full of distraction you we looking at asses on instagram you know whatever uh, titties all you know damning us ourselves down watching a lot of mindless entertainment uh, going into whirlpool of never-ending feeds and even things like serotonin levels depression uh, also for example women they have uh, unrealistic expectations that not that are not even real and what i'm saying today technology is really affecting us so let me say this first Technology is a godsend in many ways, but if we're not using it as a evolution of human consciousness, understanding and perspective, and also tools to improve our lives, and we're using it as a mindless crutch, comfort level, affirmation of belief, in that order, technology is really like a virus for the mind, and I think today situation highlights this a lot, quite a bit. And also even recent podcast with some sort of doctor. Uh, so Joe Rogan podcast recently had some sort of doctor that called this situation mass psychosis. And he said that vaccines themselves maybe work. You know, I do believe he said vaccines do work, but he was talking about the boosters that it's some sort of a joke 
I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical expert, so do listen to that. Please do listen to the podcast and like always don't trust me, don't believe me. Do your own research. But long story short, that doctor, he was actually part of developing uh, the vaccine. I'm not sure if it's vaccine for the virus or some other vaccine, but he knows very well how vaccines work. And he said the boosters and a lot of restrictions and a lot of stuff that is related to the interest groups, you know, whoever is making money, whoever is taking over the power, you know, it's more correlated with that, the boosters, than any sort of health, you know, so... And now Joe Rogan has like a big backlash that people want to cancel him. But uh, I saw on uh, Twitter many people made a point. Okay, so Joe Rogan had this doctor put Fauci on, let him argue, uh, you know, let let him argue their story. But obviously nobody wants to argue the other story because the other story has too many holes in it. And I was on some sort of train of thought. I kind of forgot... uh, but yeah, w- once again, today we have an upside down perspective. Uh, people cannot really speak up. First of all, whatever Joe Rogan di- did uh, with the doctor, even if it's misinf- even if it's misinformation, wrong, right, this and that. In order, if we have a free country, the freedom of discussion is completely allowed, and they're trying to cancel him for what? For him to actually discussing the problem and showing different perspectives of understanding that's literally it doesn't make any sense and it's not even logical and it's literally like application of mental tyranny Uh, oh the my train of thought that the doctor said why and this uh, he also was saying that the situation what's happening right now also vaccine passports vaccine uh, stuff it's not logical it's some sort of crazy special interest type of thing. Somebody's have a gain from it. He names people that h- have gains that don't have and his, but the way he describes, because he actually describes the situation what's going on that is mass psychosis, that people basically started believing in something that's not really logical and true. And the way he calls that situation is mass psychosis. And I never named this situation as mass psychosis, but I've been talking about this situation for literally a year now. And yeah, and there's a lot of things to it. It's literally social media and entertainment and internet in general used in a wrong way. Because if you use it right, it's a different story. But if you use it the wrong way, you don't really research stuff for yourself, is literally shaping your mind, understanding, and it's also making you anxious, making you scared, all this sort of stuff. That's one thing. Another thing is they tell you they want uh, want you to be healthy, this and that, but they don't even tell you to watch out for your immune system. So that alone is a contradiction, and it means they don't really want you healthy. And the way I look at society, especially, let's say, USA as in a, a particular example many people have their life not in order they don't have good routines they don't have good diets 
and also just constant uh, looking at the internet makes you depressed uh, uh, you know get your serotonin levels down you are less impressed with everything you are less motivated uh, you need instead of want also the first world country existence makes makes us weak easy conformative and what i'm saying is that all everything is stacked against us from our minds from our exposure to information to our diet fitness even people that are running the country they are telling you oh, if you don't vaccinate prepare for a winter of death and sorrow how does that make any sense and once again forcing you to take a medical procedure is not i'm pretty sure like i believe it's it's against human rights i believe maybe i'm wrong i could be speaking out of my ass but i'm pretty sure and if somebody's forcing you to do something once again not really tested and not even proven that it's working and how the fuck people getting you know like so many shots and they still get sick you know come on it's all of this stuff is blatant but what i'm saying I don't want to talk too much shit. I'm just saying, please, people, uh, break down your own mental understanding. What the ha what habits uh, help you in your life and what habits hurt you? Because once again, reverse psychology, the mass psychosis, all this sort of stuff is a real thing. And if you don't break down your own understanding, your good habits, bad habits, what serves you, what hurts you in your life, you will really there is a very good chance you will be easily manipulated and you might literally not even have as much of a control over your mind emotions and perspective as you would think and you know once again social media and a lot of internet stuff facebook is designed created in order to work like a drug in order to make you also destroy your uh, attention span and also confuse you all this sort of stuff but please do research for yourself there is actually another thing i want to touch on that i made a video on youtube if you're interested please check out my youtube ta uh, channel like and subscribe is michal jakonski on youtube i just released a video where i made a comparison when the virus was really hot lockdowns were on at that time i was the unhealthiest i have been in years in decades i was super unhealthy literally fat maybe not obese but really fat super unhealthy anxious all over the place i had zero motivation i, I wasn't depressed but i was extremely anxious and I was like a bad person to myself bad person to my environment and basically what i'm trying to say all the safety uh, precautions and the lockdown for our safety made me the worst person i have been in years and also it almost made me to lose my mind and i believe all this sort of helping is like a reverse psychology is not helping and you know there is a uh, all this sort of way like you know th when they lock down they didn't let you work out that alone messed with me hardcore uh, at some point i couldn't even go to work again another level of messing me up you know 
when I was stuck home, I would overeat, overindulge, and also overindulge on media, a constant entertainment loop. Uh, it, it all, all, on all levels, I was overindulging. You know, physically, uh, lack of exercise, this and that, lack of movement, uh, food, diet. I obviously I could have chosen to work out for myself, this and that, but the whole situation basically was kind of set up against me and i understand somebody can say oh you could motivate yourself work out home this and that i agree uh, and i'm not arguing that because there's actually many people that over uh, lockdowns got their shit together and they got uh, everything uh, going but many people that do not understand and i also was that person that didn't understand how to better myself through that situation I went into downward spiral, you know, I was anxious, looking at the internet too much, watching YouTube too much, watching social media too much, getting freaked out, you know, the scare tactics, all this sort of stuff, I was thinking the world's gonna end, and I was just all over the place, and all this helping did not help me, if anything, it made me the worst version of myself. And what happened after the lockdown, when I actually when and i was lucky enough to go outside of the city go be away from the internet i went through like a technological detox all this sort of stuff that helped me understand things better but and i'm not i never been vaccinated i'm not vaccinated and, and i once again i'm not a medical doctor i'm not saying vaccinate don't vaccinate i'm saying let people have their own choice that's human rights and everything else is tyranny 101 don't think that you know how people believe that tyranny is good you know that's stupidity in in itself if you think tyranny is good you are pretty you know you are part of the problem not unvaccinated people you know but once again your choice i'm not telling you what to do and you should not be telling me what to do and what i'm saying is that after lockdowns ended and supposedly technically speaking i'm not vaccinated so i'm an evil person I'm hurting the world, not saving the world, right? And on top of it, I got COVID. And guess what? Most likely I got COVID from a person that was vaccinated. How does that even make sense? I didn't give COVID. May, maybe, possibly, I might have gave COVID to my brother. But I believe I got, I'm sure I, I got COVID from a vaccinated person, which is uh, another hypocrisy and unbelievable double, double standard that people pretend that, you know, literally people va vaccinated, people spread the disease probably more than unvaccinated and not many people talk, talk about it and people tell you, oh, you don't know how vaccines work. They don't stop the virus. They just make you uh, suffer less from the virus, which in a way maybe could be completely... Uh, accurate but it's literally like saying oh you put a condom on and it never broke but the girl got pregnant so you're gonna say the condom was effective no it wasn't and literally that's what people are saying that, you know like comparison literally people are saying i just put this condom eff effective condom that completely works 100 percent and i and she's pregnant it, it's ma it must be magic and it makes sense right and what I'm saying, after going through COVID, after getting through, co uh, through COVID, 
I'm not gonna downplay the virus. Uh, the sickness was like I went through pretty uh, serious um, virus. It was bad, but it you know it was nowhere near as advertised and fearmongered on TV. Nowhere near, not even close. It was just a stronger version of flu. That's it. And not only that, uh, the when I went through it, I was able to like cut off sugar, cut off coffee, and after I went through the like a uh, hard time virus, my body actually cleansed itself, and I lost literally like ten pounds. And overall, after the lockdown, I lost literally close to 35, even 40 pounds. I'm better, stronger, faster, and my mind is clearer than ever. And I'm motivated. So once again, my body is on point, my weight is on point, my mind is on point. And technically speaking, I should be, if not dead, I should be going through crazy turmoil, you know, uh, ki killing people, you know, destroying the world, all of this stuff. And basically the situation when I'm not jabbed and all of this stuff helped me, made me better, stronger, faster individual. And what I'm trying to say, this world is upside down and the things that are scary, evil and gonna kill me are making me better. And the things that supposed to be save uh, supposed to be saving me and making me better made me worse than I have been in years. People think about it. I'm sorry. I keep on uh, like I'm being redundant and talk about stuff that that's uncomfortable to people. But once again, I'm about speaking up and I'm not about tyranny. I'm about f uh, freedom. And I really appreciate this country. I appreciate this world. And we have very good, but. Basically, conformity will make our lives way worse. We need to be strong individuals that when something is truly, obviously wrong and not logical and doesn't make sense, we have to speak, speak up about it and stick to, you know, like we have to truly value our rights, human rights immensely, because if we don't, we will completely lose them and we will really be abused for it and you know and not only that our future generation will be completely fucked anyway though i believe it, it's it is possible that we can go through this and human uh, human consciousness human awakening self-aware warriors are waking up all over the place and please do your own research do your own understanding do your own understanding of uh, media and social media effect on you. Have your own understanding of Big Pharma, also the booster shots till eternity, who has a stake in it, who's losing, who's winning, small business, big business taking over, all this sort of stuff. Your own mindset, understanding how you can improve yourself and also look into history history can show you a lot basically whatever if you don't understand how what's going on now if you look back in history 
you can get a really interesting context and contrast to it all and understand possibly what is going on because you know history can tell you a lot people be safe out there uh, also please get yourself water supply food supply uh, have a plan b plan c some sort of defense weapon i'm not trying to scare you but i'm trying to spread the awareness that we live in a very perplexing times and this is not fun and games this is no joke and we are facing either human awakening or some sort of extreme changes of our lifestyle and I don't want to say it but it doesn't seem to be positive and if we don't speak up if we don't do anything about it we will basically give our everything we have we will give it away be safe out there I love you people I respect you please if you uh, respect and like what I'm saying like subscribe share i i will be trying to grow my content uh, make more youtube stuff also my photography and everything check out my website michalwar.net uh, maybe you can support donate donate if you appreciate what i have to say i'm also gonna start doing weight loss stuff uh, weight loss routine mindset routine and I'm, I will be talking about how I changed my lifestyle, how I changed my life, how I lost weight, how I came out of suicidal, depressed state, and how I turned my life around. Once again, be safe out there. Please do your own research, have your own understanding, and peace out.